When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pineapple Pizza Podcast discusses the histories, cultures, and beliefs of regions around the world. These stories often contain mature and sometimes disturbing content that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Pineapple Pizza Podcast, where we serve up slices of mythology, cryptozoology, and urban legends. It's an interesting combination of flavors. Weird, but it works. Today we have a visiting chef who will be serving up one of their favorites. I'm your hostess, Ashley, and with me today is the beautiful, the brilliant Emily. Hey. Hey. And we would like everyone to join us in welcoming our guest chef for this episode, Jay from the Salty Speculation Podcast. Hello, everybody. Yay! <laughs> are, we, are we adding a haunted haggis onto that ingredients list today? We sure can, because I'd love Excellent. to. <laughs> Fantastic. I've, I've wanted to use the excuse to use the words haunted haggis for ages. <laughs> so there we go. It's getting added to your <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I am very excited to have Jay here, because if you follow us on Instagram, you already know that we have the same weird-ass sense of humor. So this is going to be fun. <laughs> we say some horrendous shit to each other <laughs> there have been times when i've sent ashley a message being like what is going on because i thought you guys were getting seriously nasty with each oh, other but no. just your, your i'm humor. like i'm like that's our relationship you don't understand i did yeah, not it's 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 not even behind closed doors we open all the windows <laughs> let everybody see <laughs> oh my gosh that description's perfect <laughs> I was about ready to jump into the ring for Ash there oh, no. on Instagram. <laughs> like, oh, you want me to knock this guy down a peg? <laughs> no, no, no. I've got, I've got this. It's fine. <laughs> it's but, all yeah. said with love. All said with love. It is, and we always have fun with it. And then I try to make you feel bad if you say something that's a little too mean. <laughs> yeah, you do that all the time. And I've even had the conversation with people going, "Is it me?" Am I the bad one? Am I the villain here? And when everyone tells me, yeah, yeah, you are, I go, no, can't be. Oh, no, I'm just playing it brilliantly. That's what no, I'm I know. doing. Yeah, I know. You, you play the game well, and then I'm sitting there having a psychological breakdown going, no, no, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we're going to go ahead and do our little interview. As always, I added some fun questions that are specific to Jay and his show. So if anything that I'm about to say sounds really weird, let me assure you, you have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not worried at all. Yay! <laughs> it's okay. We always start We always start light and then we move into the weird shit. So. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. I'll let you know when I start seeing the end of the light. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to start off easy. So tell us a little bit about your show. When did you and Nick start Salty Speculation? And what inspired you to create this podcast? Okay, so we started the show back in, I want to say, mid-February of this year. Um, Me and Nick have been friends for a long, long time. And then one day, we got very, very drunk online. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is, to be honest, it's not exactly unheard of, but normally there's more of us. Um, and we somehow started talking about true crime, oddly enough. And considering that's not a topic we normally actually cover on our show, which is why I always find this quite funny. Um, we did true crime and then we started talking about myths and started talking about ghosts and then cryptids and everything else. And then I suddenly went, you know a lot about this. <laughs> uh, and, and he was like, I've like researched this so much since I was a kid. And I was like, oh my God, me too. How have we never discussed this? And he's like, we're t- discussing it now. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we drank more. 
And uh, for anyone who has listened to our show, you'll know Nick is very English and very, very, very dry. Um, and that's how we play off each other. But it was actually his idea. He came out with the, I've always wanted to do a podcast. And funny, when we just discussed everything, I went, oh, what on? He went, I don't know. <laughs> I just want to do one. I don't care what it's, it's about. Just like, it's like, okay, then we'll do a podcast. And we were really deep for all of 15 seconds where I was like, yeah, that's, that's a great idea. Bring information to the masses. Because you know that's the kind of shit you say when you've had a lot of like beverages. Um, <laughs> and, and he was just like, you know, maybe we could talk about things like men's mental health. I was like, yes, good, good. What do you mean we? I'm like, are we now doing a podcast? Is that what's happening? And he's like, maybe. And then we forgot about that initial idea that he just came out with. And I was like, ghosts. <laughs> ghosts and monsters and myths and he was like we need a name and that was it that was pretty much the podcast was spawned the next morning <laughs> so the logical step from men's mental health is ghosts and monsters <laughs> that's we figured that yes yes that would be the best uh outcome uh we thought if we talked about men's mental health we would only get depressed ourselves yeah, I felt that, but you can't really get depressed talking about monsters. You can when it comes to things like possessions and that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, depressed is maybe the wrong word. Enraged, maybe, but I'm emotional if you want. <laughs> but it's a significantly more fun topic, uh, and we've somehow managed to drag it close to nearly thirty episodes at this point. <laughs> yeah, liquor logic might be the best logic, honestly. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. So yeah. that's that's where the podcast came from, essentially. And uh, yeah, we recorded like five or six of them and then started releasing them all out. And uh, yeah, now we're where we are now. And I make an arse out of myself on Instagram every week trying to promote it. It's true. <laughs> I think you can relate, Ash. Um, yeah. Listen, do I, am I over the top and am I on Instagram too much? I'm not going to deny either of those things because they're I'm obvious. just going to full out say, yes, yes, you are. Uh. <laughs> but you know what? There's, I, I found out when we started this show, I always used to think all the good action was on Twitter. And it turns out it's not. All the good shit is on Instagram. Yeah, it is Instagram. And oddly enough, like we, we barely use Twitter because we're terrible at it. We are so bad at it. But the biggest amount of interaction I've ever had on Twitter was, funnily enough, from you. Yep. When you posted, <laughs> when you tagged us in a thing, and, and Nick, because Nick technically handles the Twitter, and he was going, what the hell is going on? Why, why is this happening? And then I saw your name, and I went, just let it happen. Just, just, let it happen. Just, just let it happen. <laughs> I was like, I'll make a post about bananas. That's all you need at the time. And that's what I did. And he was so confused that he never touched it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I scared Nick off of Twitter. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. <laughs> Damn. Human interaction. What is this? I'm so British. I don't know how to handle that it. That is exactly what happened. <laughs> that is exactly what happened. It was like, no, I can't deal with the masses. He's like, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm like, yeah, you can't deal with the masses. I put on a Spartan helmet and do stupid videos. What the hell are you complaining about? Listen, I, Nick, if you're listening, I am sorry that I freaked you out with my weird Twitter interactions. <laughs> Please come back. Don't, don't, don't apologize to him. <laughs> like, he made his bed, he'll lie in it. <laughs> he chose Twitter. That was his option. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, even though I'm terrible at human interaction in real life, I'll just do all the social media and it'll agree. This is accurate. She volunteered for this. Yeah, literally the meme queen. So many memes. So many memes. I always know when I log in in the morning, there's going to be a meme and I know who it's going to be from. It's yep. just the way it goes. I can't deny this. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Wednesday Adam Adam's memes every Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I love those. Those make me happy. Well, you know, I if there's one thing that's definitely true about me, it's that I have a dark aesthetic, so that's just going to keep happening, because she's, she's perfection. I'm surprised you haven't used any Daria memes yet. I think I did use one. Maybe not. 
I don't know. Listen, we have like a disgusting number of posts considering we've only been on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Not that long. Um, okay, so back to the questions. We already kind of talked. We talked about what kind of topics you guys cover. So when do new episodes come out? Uh, every episode comes out on a Monday. Um, we just found that that was the best release schedule. We used to do it on a Sunday, but as we dis- we decided to tell everyone, that is the Lord's Day and we didn't want to take away from him. <laughs> In other words, you were drinking too much on Saturday night to finish editing the episodes for Sunday morning. If that is what you took from that, you're absolutely <laughs> correct, but it's not what I said. A Domino Padre, a Spirito Sante, a Domino's Pizza. Oh, Emily. <laughs> Gotta love Emily because she always knows about the subtext. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I thought I had it very well. <laughs> Well, you know how we feel about the Lord on this show, so. (laughs) (laughs) I think you know how I feel about him on ours. (laughs) Sorry, all the people downloading us still for some reason in Texas. We appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I'm such a heathen. (laughs) Ah, they secretly like it. (laughs) I like to think so, but you never know. Okay, so this next one's kind of a long question, so bear with me for a second. So, it's sort of a two-parter. What's one episode of yours that you would recommend patrons of our pizzeria check out first? Or, what episode of your show is your favorite? Right, so the one I would recommend the most, just because it really lets our personalities come through a lot, is the um, Flying Turtles versus Heart Attack Guns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it was quite funny with that episode, right? So that week we were very busy, very, very busy, and we had no topic for the show. But we didn't want to lose momentum. And uh, Nick just went, weird news stories. How about that? Well, we can find some of them and just talk about them. It's like, yeah, let's do it. And he came across that flying turtle coming through the, the windshield of the, the old woman's car. And I know you're sitting there looking all shocked as I say that, but you have to un- you have to understand that the way that he told it it was so be- funny. I was because crying. it's because he is so dry. It killed me. It absolutely killed me. And there is a bit where he goes, "Oh, and by the way, after this this turtle came through the windshield and hit this woman on the head, this woman's like you know seventy five years old. And so it's not as funny. But the way he said it." The second he said it's not as funny, I erupt into, <laughs> I, 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 that's me. I completely lost all composure for like the next three minutes, pissing myself laughing. Um, and that just set the tone for that episode for the remainder of it. <laughs> like, like um, it's, it was just, it was, it was brilliant. I, I think there is actually a sound clip of that on our Instagram. Um, where I turned that section into an audiogram and it is literally just 45 seconds of me pissing myself from him <laughs> introducing that story. Um, so that's always the one that I would recommend. Um, in terms of favourite, there's been quite a lot. Um, I am a big fan of the the one that we did that was called uh, Jumping Jacks and Tasty Rats. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Mostly, like, Nick's story was very, very good on that, and I won't spoil what his one was unless you want to go and listen. But uh, I did tell a story that, again, if viewers aren't aware, listeners aren't aware in this case, uh, I am Scottish, mostly because I come from Scotland. Um, <laughs> Is that how that works? I know, it's crazy. You know, it's fantastic. But um, I told a story that's not really well known at all outside of Scotland. Um, and it's an urban legend that has been around for nearly four decades and about like six or seven years ago it came out that the legend was actually true um, and it was a story about the Catman of Greenock and it was it was very good to not only tell that story and give it some publicity but also shit on Greenock because it's a, it's a shithole, don't ever go um, <laughs> but also to tell a story which ends up with some truth behind it so yeah that was the first episode that i listened to that one is really freaking good um i also really love the one about the stupid pirates (laughs) worst pirates ever (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, like we we had this idea in our head because Nick loves pirates. I love pirates. Nick, I will say though, prefers cowboys because he considers himself a cowboy. Hence why I call him Mad Dog McCree. It was the most yeah. cowboy name I could give him. McCree is not his name, in case anyone's wondering. It's not. Um, <laughs> but that is, that is the moniker he's been given. Um, and we were, right, we love pirates. Let's do this. See, by the end of the research of that episode, we hated pirates. We hated them. They are not nearly as cool as you think. Yeah. And, and then as we're reading into it, we were like, so let's change the subject then. Instead of pirate myths, let's just go for shit pirates. <laughs> and then um, I kept thinking, well, there's about a million of them to choose from. And he was like, I know, there's your source material. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really good episode. And uh, if memory serves, Nick changes the words to the SpongeBob theme song at the beginning. So, Right, so I didn't know he was going to do that. <laughs> um, normally, the intros will start and we, we switch intros every week. Um, mine are normally a bit more energetic if you will i always have a own little catchphrase that i start off the episodes with um and I'll, I'll tend to go into a spiel of some sort to introduce the episode and nick nick however normally will just go ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of salt and speculation today we're talking about cryptids and then <laughs> and that's it and then he'll introduce me and then we'll get into it but that day he just he was just on the mic and then he went he went <coughs> excuse me right uh-huh, right <laughs> Three, two, one. Erupted into that song <laughs> and then just introduced me at the end of it and I couldn't say anything. I was in stitches. I was, where the hell has this been for 20 weeks? <laughs> but no, it's definitely my favourite Nick intro to date. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one for sure. And then their most recent episode was about the devil. Well, dev- oh, the devil juicy and Lucy demons. Lucifer. The devil and demons, to be fair. There were a lot of demons. Yeah, so you'll find this. Uh, when we set a theme for an episode, we want to stick to the theme, but we get sidetracked and, in this instance, should have been stories about the devil. What it actually was was maybe one story about the devil, a couple of stories about some demons, and an old man filling up a water jug with some magical water. <laughs> not to do, nothing, absolutely nothing to do with demons or the devil. It was just a story, and I threw it in there. Um, so, yeah, take from that what you will. <laughs> That's okay. We also decided that I am Lucifer's favorite human. So. Mm-hmm. I was never even a contest. Never oh. <laughs> even a contest. Oh my gosh. Okay, so this next question's really tough. Are you ready? No. Continue. Too bad. Um, what is your favorite pizza topping and why? Oh. <laughs> there is a right answer to this. Right. So I am going to say, oh, God. You've, oh, you've done me in here. I mean, I'm a meat eater. Meat is is the the best. So just meat. Just drop all the meat. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? If I could could deep fry a cow and just put it on a bit of flatbread with some cheese and tomato ketchup, there we go. Uh, There's a pizza. Uh, So my answer would be deep fried cow. (laughs) So Jay just wants to be hit in the face with all the meat. That's yeah. What's happening. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he wants all the meat in his mouth. Yep, yep. I don't even care how it sounds. I'm wide open. <laughs> oh my god! Don't you dare judge me for this, Nick. Don't you dare. <laughs> Wait, Em. What's the right answer if there is one? Because you're not going to say it's pine. Don't you dare try to say that it's pineapple. I wasn't going to go Come for on. the obvious one. Emily, I believe there's audio of you admitting you don't like pineapple on pizza. Oh, conspiracy. No, no, no. no. That's a falsehood. Um, I can produce I've it. Never right. I've I, never tried okay. it. I've never tried it on pizza. You've, okay. you've, you're on a podcast called the Pineapple Pizza Podcast. You've never tried pineapple on the pizza. To be fair, our name came from our love of the TV show Psych. I love Psych, but... And how they have pineapple in every episode. It came yeah, from the fact yeah. that we're fucking weird. <laughs> like, yes, that's true. Just... <laughs> in all fairness, I absolutely adore that that's where the name came from, but I am completely shocked you haven't tried it. Yeah. Like, completely shocked. 
you're sitting there trying to look innocent, and I'm just sitting there thinking disgust. <laughs> <laughs> There's a right answer, and I still didn't even get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I I was very suspicious because I know the truth. <laughs> I know the truth. You had to out me. Thank like you. She just like, straight up threw me under the bus here. <laughs> okay, did I really out you if there's already an episode of Dumb Found Dead where you've already said <laughs> I love how you can pinpoint the episode in which it was said. Yeah, that I wasn't there that day. That's why I vividly ah. know about it. I was too busy to come on, so Lindsay and Emily went on without me. <laughs> and I went on after drinking a little bit of sangria. So that was a rowdy episode. <laughs> you guys, you have clearly stored this to bring this up at just the right moment. And I'm, I am so glad I was here to witness it. I really am. Oh my you God. thought this question was going to be difficult for me. <laughs> <laughs> here I am on the hot seat. Exactly. All right. Next question. How strong is the salty Spartan's armor? Oh, well, it's impenetrable. By conventional weapons and mythical, um, there is nothing that can defeat the salty Spartan. Except um, for meat. <laughs> apart from meat, apart from that, is his one weakness. Um, throw some meat at him; he'll be distracted for hours. Um, but still, but still, the meat's not going <laughs> to. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm going to. It's not my show. Who cares? Uh, the, the the meat will not penetrate his armor. Is all I'm going to say. But he might let it. He might. You never know. Depends on his mood. Um, but yeah. I can't breathe. Just chuck deep fried turkey legs at him until he stops. Deep fried turkey legs. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, that might be the favorite answer we've ever gotten. <laughs> he'll be most impressed. Um, he'll be he'll be most impressed that you asked about him. That's the, no one ever asks about Salty, so that's very nice. Very nice. I'll let him know. All right. Will Nick eventually sing enough songs to rival the musical shenanigans on this show? Possibly. I hope so. He is he is uh, singing a lot more. Um, I have no idea why he never used to, but now he is, and it's amazing. Um, so maybe we'll do like a, you know, a salty speculation cover album at some point where it's just Nick singing different songs in the style of James Hatfield. Nick, please do it. <laughs> yeah, actually, to be honest with you, buddy, I want that more than anything. So do it. <laughs> it's very important to me, even though I don't know you. Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. No one knows Nicky doesn't speak to anybody. <laughs> That's okay because in real life, neither do I. <laughs> the face you made. <laughs> it's true. I I don't like people very much. I do, I, do, I do have a funny story for you because it's like you know he doesn't. Um, you don't know what he looks like, which makes it even funnier. But uh, <laughs> yes. we we we, ver- we very recently went to a a costume party. <laughs> Um, in a lovely little place um, in the east of England and uh, we we all met, all our friends were there we went and got horrendously drunk and um, of course I decided the day before that I was going to this thing um, so didn't really have a costume in mind but of course I do have a Spartan helmet so just went with a Spartan helmet on and that was it um, <laughs> Nick had spent a long time organizing his costume for this thing and um he eventually shows up they go to get dressed and uh him and his partner had come dressed as hawkeye and black widow um she looked great absolutely fantastic and he looked like hawkeye if he was an accountant with a a tiny tiny little child's bow and arrow (laughs) And, and I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it because he had the whole Hawkeye garb on, but from a distance, you'd never think Hawkeye. You just think, what? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> and I gave him shit about it all night, but they did look good. They, they did look good, but there's this photo of him and his partner standing together where they're doing the Marvel poses. And every time I look at it, I piss myself laughing. <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm just like, you, you're trying to be all intimidating with a bow and arrow and it's very clear that it says three and up on the side of it. (laughs) (laughs) 
So he looks like a fully clothed adult Cupid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, but with the arms ripped off, just like sort of bare arm, <laughs> and any stick thin as well. He's so I, I could use him as a toothpick, right? And it's just like there's just nothing intimidating in that photo at all. So does she actually use him as the arrows in the bow? That would have been more intimidating than what he was currently putting in the bow. Yeah, so. <laughs> He's going to hate me for telling that story. I don't <laughs> oh my god, shots fired. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is what happens when he leaves me unsupervised. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Why don't more people know the true story about Steve, the guy who single-handedly caused Brexit? I'll be honest with you, because I don't know the full story. I heard it in a pub one night in passing and uh, then pass that information on to Nick. That's pretty much how that went. I wish I'd stayed to figure out more, but Brexit's done now. There's nothing I can do to stop it. (laughs) Steve. (laughs) Damn you, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) It was was amazing, though, when I brought that up as a joke to Nick, and I said, this this is basically what I'm going to say in my intro, just just go with it. Um, And he went, Oh, you've chose that one about Brexit. I went, what do you mean that one about Brexit? And he went, oh, about how the whole Brexit thing could be traced back to one guy called, I'm pretty sure it's Steve. I'm going, what? (laughs) I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? I said, I've just made this up. (laughs) I've literally just made this up for my intro. So we then took 20 minutes whilst Nick went and was like, no, it's definitely a thing. We eventually found the thing he was talking about. It couldn't be further from the truth. It's it, w- There is a, a connection to some guy who might possibly have been the sole starter of, of, of Brexit. His name's not Steve. Mohammed. <laughs> it's like, how do you even get those two confused? 20 minutes that took. That completely delayed our recording. <laughs> I, I think probably drinking would be the answer for how you get those things confused. Yeah, but you're normally a bit more efficient than that. Like that, that really proved that we're not. (laughs) Oh my god. Alright, this next one is my favorite. Uh Uh-oh. If you were going to make a deal with the devil, Mm -hmm. what would Lucifer need to promise you to get your soul? Oh, yeah, you know the usual. World peace. You know, cure for all disease. And a really, really big sandwich. (laughs) And uh, we're, 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 like, talking big sandwich here, though, not, like, you know, just, like, slightly above average. We're, we're talking one the size of, like, New York. Um, <laughs> this just for me. Um, you will notice that I didn't put world hunger in there because I don't care if this sandwich is for me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, end of disease and all that sort of stuff. You know, the good guy things. And I'm thinking, well, if I'm used at selling my soul, fix the world, get a really, really big sandwich out of it. I mean, I'm a simple man with simple pleasures, you know. I have a decent enough job, you know. I I get through life okay. Just want a big sandwich. What meats would you include on that sandwich? Because that's all of them, even the rarest of even the rarest of animals. I I I want emu on it. I want kangaroo (laughs) on it. You know those those gorgeous little birds, the little robin redbreast. Yeah, that's a topping. Get it on there, extra crunch. Um, everything, just everything. I, I I draw the line at human. I'm not a fan, um, but everything else is fair game. I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if I gave you what you were expecting, then that's completely pointless, isn't it? <laughs> okay, okay, but since Nick's not here, you have to answer for him, too. <laughs> uh, same, same answer, but two sandwiches. so like i'd have one that was like the size of new york he would have the new york one as well and probably one that was the size of i don't know the ocean like the whole thing just together um maybe add some meat to his bones if that was the way (laughs) actually do you know what i I, that that is just me being an arse i know he'd sell his soul to be an actual genuine real cowboy like um (laughs) Oh to be God. sent back he he knows that if he was a cowboy back in the days of cowboys it would be rough living and it's not as glamorous as it sounds we've had this conversation a million times but that doesn't stop him wanting it so as a fan of the paranormal and supernatural but also a fan of cowboys 
does he love the movie Cowboys and a- Cowboys versus Aliens or whatever it is? Oddly enough, I don't think he's seen it. <gasps> what? Yeah, he's he's not very big on things. On he's, things? He's, yeah, it's just uh, he, he likes the podcast. <laughs> he likes weird shit to read into. Um, I'm assuming he likes his partner. Um, and then <laughs> we hope and, we and, hope and, so. and, and, and video games that's about it like he's, he's too dry to look into those weird things you're mentioning <laughs> oh my god I love that so much he's gonna trade his soul to be a real cowboy <laughs> he would he genuinely would he would change his name to Nick the Mad Dog McCree and he would become a cowboy Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, go to bed. Have you ever wondered that who would win in a fight between a Mustang and a dinosaur? Have the black-eyed peas been knocking at your door? Is the flying space rave keeping you up at night? And why does everything have red eyes? And who the hell is Tommy Wiseau? All this and more on the Salty Speculation podcast. And I'm Nick. I'm the one that does all the work. I'm Jay. As a Scotsman, I cover the cultural diversity aspect of the show. New episodes every week. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the Salty Speculation Podcast. All right, so the last question is a super easy one. Why don't you tell us what special story you've selected to serve up today and why you chose it? Right, so uh, the special story that I have... um, doesn't really have a name, uh, mostly because it's my own um, that I've decided to tell. We are going into the land of the haunted, possibly. Not sure. It could be haunted. (laughs) It could be something else. It could just be a drunken memory. Who knows? But (laughs) at the the end of the day, this is a story that happened to me about over a decade ago that I'm still looking for the answer for. And I have told the story on our own show but it was our very first episode and the audio quality was terrible so i'm gonna do it again on a different show but i have also since started this show i have brought this story to several different experts shall we say in the field you know who claim to know all about your ghosties and all about your cryptids and all will tell you what it is none of them none of them know none of them and I find that very disappointing. So what I'm hoping is by telling you guys, I know you two aren't going to know. I mean, you're, 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 you'll just be sitting there going, whoa. But maybe one of your listeners might know. Maybe they'll tell you. Then you would do the nice thing and tell me. And then I can put this story to bed. You're, you're assuming that we're going to be nice and pass that information along. Shit. Well, that's my plan, Bloom. <laughs> but that's what I'm going to be telling you today, anyway. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> I'm not even going to pretend that I'm not. I'm so fucking excited. Well, if that's all your questions done, I will start the story if that's what you wish. Or if there's more interrogation, like a podcast Gestapo, I'm, I'm all ears. Um, I'm, oh. I'm German, so thanks. <laughs> well, who isn't? Who isn't German? <laughs> who isn't? Um, there are all, many- those, all those Germans coming over here taking our podcast. That's the way it goes. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I have a new title now, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, since that puts me in the authority position, start the story. <laughs> certainly. Certainly, I've commented. Now, so essentially, I would have been, at the time, I would have just turned 17. So, we're looking a good 13 years ago at this point, 13, 14 years ago. And um, at the time, I lived in southwest England, a very lovely little place uh, just outside London called Windsor, uh, which you might have heard of because of the famous Windsor Castle. The what? The Windsor Castle. <laughs> just kidding. The second home of the Queen. <laughs> just kidding. Excellent, excellent royal real estate. Um, it's 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 a, a gorgeous place. Um, as it was as it was my birthday, um, a few of my friends had met up and we went to this Chinese restaurant in Windsor and the main reason that we went to it even though it was incredibly expensive was because they didn't understand the concept of asking for identification so if you were underage it was fine they'd still sell you beer I believe that place has been closed down for a good few years now can't imagine why yeah me neither that's really (laughs) suspicious so it was always funny because we always even though we knew that they wouldn't ideas 
we would always go in and order like ridiculous things even though we just wanted chips and beer so it would be like um, how is the lemon chicken this evening and just stare at this poor guy and he'd be like it's fine he's like ah yes yes and the duck orange how 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 is that is it prepared well and bring me vodka all of it. Um, so that's all the vodka <laughs> it's just like instead of lemon can you just pour vodka on the chicken thank you <laughs> So we went there and we had, we had a few drinks, but again, you know, you're 17. Windsor's a very expensive place. That restaurant was a very expensive place. We didn't really have a lot of money to get like hammered. So I'd consider myself maybe even a bit tipsy by the end of it. Like no slurring of words, no nothing, just a nice little glow. And the reason I bring that up is because anytime someone hears this story, they turn around and go, oh, but you were drinking that night. That could be the reason. No, I'm Scottish. I'm 98% alcohol. <laughs> that ain't going to do nothing to me. So, Yeah, I would like to point out that the amount of alcohol that would make you slightly tipsy would make me blacked out. So. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's uh, I'd like I went to a, I went to a, a nightclub in Birmingham down south last week for a work night out and consumed in total three bottles of rum and wasn't phased by it. I was up till seven o'clock in the morning and then <laughs> well, and then got back to the hotel and then realised the checkout was at ten a.m. which wasn't a great scenario. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I was barely I was barely wobbling. I feel bad when I have, like, half a bottle of wine in one night. God, I wish I was you. <laughs> night, nights, date. it would be so cheap, so cheap. But no, it's always expensive. But that's the point of that anyway. So what we did was that we sort of walked around town for a little bit, and, you know, you know, they'd given me my birthday presents and stuff, which, again, being 17-year-olds, not much money. It was just cigarettes, which was great. <laughs> Everybody gave me cigarettes because they all knew me very well. <laughs> And then we just sort of decided when it got to about midnight-ish, midnight, one o'clock-ish, that we would just like go our separate ways. Now, most of our friends lived in Windsor. One of our friends lived a little bit further away in Slough, so they had to get the last train to get there. Um, I didn't live in Windsor town centre. I lived about three miles out in a little village called Datchet. Wait, what? Datchet. Oh, I heard batshit. Yeah, batshit, cra- batshit crazy Datchet. <laughs> Who named this town? Yeah, I know. Datchet is, is a ye old English town. Uh, it's not even a town. I wouldn't even class it as a village. It's more like a hamlet. And essentially, it's maybe two or three streets with a with an old railroad going through it, surrounded by fields and the River Thames. And again, for anyone who's heard this story, it is pronounced the River Thames, not Thames. <laughs> Goddamn Americans. Um, <laughs> so, so... What had happened was, because it was only three miles out, I didn't really want to spend the money on a taxi because I'm a cheapskate. Uh, I was like, ah, we can do three miles. We're not drunk. We're, we'll be fine. And my friend was staying with me that night. And we went, yeah, cool. So we started walking. And it's pitch black between Windsor and Datchet. There, there, there is like maybe two street lights the entire way. So you're literally just walking into darkness and field, following a road that goes over a bridge that goes over the Thames. And um, there is a shortcut that you can take when you get to the bridge, where rather than continue walking on the, the actual road, you can go off the path and go into this like secluded wooded area, which goes along the path of the Thames. And I will say that during the day, it's gorgeous. It is absolutely gorgeous, because you have the sun bouncing off the Thames, which is little more than two feet away from you at the time. Uh, normally, you get swans coming up and down the river, uh, the river as well. It's it's absolutely like picturesque. It's beautiful. And then when it's you know during the summer and it's all green and leafy, you'd never expect a better spot. At nighttime, though, there ain't no light, and it's fucking terrifying <laughs> to say the least. But because we knew the roads and we've walked it so many times, there's like no issue. So me and my friend, uh, my friend's name was Dan. Um, decided we'll take the shortcut and we'll walk through this thing. And uh, we're walking for about maybe 10 minutes at this point. We've maybe covered about a mile and a half because you're sort of weaving in and out of trees and stuff. So you're watching your feet. You've covered a mile and a half in 10 minutes? That's impressive. (laughs) 
we're, 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 we're walkers. We're, we're, that's just the way it <laughs> I'm goes. Kidding. And we're, we're, we're bolting through this thing. And yeah, then, um, well, she's comparing that to like American walking. <laughs> You'd be like five. <laughs> We'd be like five feet. <laughs> you live in a, you live in a country that's not designed to walk in. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. If you do, if point. you don't if you don't have a car or a bus pass, you're screwed. So that's just the way it goes. But we 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 like to walk places because you know, mother nature and all that stuff. You know, it's very nice. And then I ruin it by smoking, so it's all good. That is true. You do ruin it by smoking. You should really stop doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, my, my, it's my fault. I'm the I'm the reason for the hole in the ozone layer. I always will be. Uh, I'll take I'll, I'll take that with me to my grave. Um, so what had happened was we were walking through, and um, it was weird. Like it was a weird atmosphere, weirder than normal. If you were walking through a dark wooded area at night, one of the things was. There was no wind, which for England is odd, because it was already odd enough that it wasn't raining, <laughs> right? But now there's there's no wind, no nothing, so that was a bit strange. But there was also other than the noise of the of the leaves underneath the feet, wasn't any noise. Now we're quite close to a motorway there, or a highway to you American Yankees. But you'd hear that at all hours of the night because it connects onto an airport. Oh, arguably, okay. arguably <laughs> England's biggest airport, Heathrow Airport. Um, so there's always cars going back and forth, and that that motorway's maybe maybe four miles away. So with no wind and no anything, you could still hear the traffic and the ambient noise coming from that. Nothing. It was it was like we were in a sound barrier. It was weird. Hmm. And then. Um, as we're talking, as you do, as we're just walking forward, suddenly Dan stops, just stops moving entirely. And I'm still staring at him as I'm walking, and I'm like, what, what's up, right? And he's just pointed up and he's went, what the hell is that? Aww. And I've looked up, and there was just something in the middle of the path, maybe 10 feet in front of us, all right? There isn't anything that could be in that path like a tree or something that could be blocking it we know this path the path is designed to wind round the trees but there was something standing in the middle of the pathway that we couldn't see through all i know is that it was jet black but didn't feel like well, i say feel it's not like i ran up and touched it but it didn't look solid but at the same time you couldn't see through it i don't want to say it was like smoky but that's about as close as I'm going to get to it, except it's jet black, almost ethereal, if you will. And it was huge. When I say huge, we're looking at the time probably about 15 feet tall. Jesus. Yeah. Which is what made him go, ah. Um, <laughs> that was the actual noise, the actual noise that he made. So I'm looking at this thing going, I have no idea what the hell this is. But I was just frozen to the spot. And when I tried to describe the shape of it it was like think of it from the top rather than having a head it has a point like a point of a triangle alright coming down and then making some sort of body-esque shape but then eventually sort of descends as if it's sort of forming wings yeah it's weird it's very 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 weird and then just as it gets down to where you think like the waist of a body would be or whatever it's now just a big black mass of shadow and smoke. So I stared at this thing for about five minutes. Felt like a lifetime at the time. Um, and when I'm staring at it, it turned around. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. Slowly, but turned around. Dan just yells, run. And off he goes. Now, I will say that Dan is incredibly more fitter than I was. And he ran full speed all the way back to um, to, the, to the the stairway that goes up to the bridge and I'm running after him and I'm dying I'm absolutely dying as we're, as we're doing this running because I've smoked many cigarettes that night I was not expecting to have to run a mile and a half back to to the uh, the stairwell <laughs> and then we get towards the bottom of the stairs I'm out of breath or out of puff as I would say and I'm like right okay what the hell was that and Dan's going, I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know. Uh, should we just walk on the road? It's like, yeah, no problem, no problem. Climbed up the stairs, 
realised that the stairs were too much for us after all the running. Oh my god. <laughs> and we sat down at the, well, we basically sat under the bridge because it has a light, uh, uh, an actual light post on it. Okay. So, because the bridge was illuminated, you know that old thing of like thinking of when you're a kid, while the lights are on, you're safe? Yeah. <laughs> it was yes. like, we both felt that, but we didn't say it out loud because, you know, men! And, um, <laughs> So we sit, exactly. Hoorah. So we sat down on the bridge and had a cigarette. And he's looking at me going, Did what was it? Seriously, was it a tree? What and I was like, I don't think it was a tree, but I can't tell you what it was. I said, I know it moved. I said it could have been the wind. And then I remember these words to the end of my days. What fucking wind? I went, <laughs> okay, good, good point, okay. I said, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, maybe, I don't know, maybe it was like a someone had like left a flag or something, like a big black flag just hanging from a tree and we mind was playing tricks on us because of the night or whatever. No idea. Have a clue. Not a scooby. So he asked me for my lighter. So I go into my pocket to get my lighter and I throw it over to him and so he can light his cigarette whilst he's sitting there. And it's just as I threw the lighter at him, but I can see down the bottom of the stairs. And there it is. It's at the bottom of the stairs again, perfectly lit up, because you can now see it from the lamppost, still incredibly jet black, still can't tell if it's solid, and now blocking my view of the river, whereas two seconds ago it wasn't, because I could see the river clearly with the light bouncing off it. And there it was, just standing at the bottom of the stairs, getting taller and taller. And I grabbed him and went, run! And we did, and we ran, because there it was, and it followed us a mile and a half. So we ran all the way down this road until we got to the sign that said, Welcome to Datchet. And it's one of those, oh, civilization, you're safe now, it can't touch you. You know, thinking that you're, you know, surrounded by people, it can't possibly get you. Stopped for a breather, turned around, it is a straight road, and when we turned around, we could see the you know, the the two odd miles that we just ran. It was still standing. It was now standing on the bridge, two miles away, taller than the streetlight. So it was in the middle of the bridge, taller than the streetlight, just staring at us. And I freaked the hell out. There was something about that scene in my head I just couldn't deal with at the time. And it was like, need to get home. Just need to get home. I can't, I can't deal with this. He couldn't deal with it either. We got home, got in the door. He went to the couch, fell asleep on the couch. I went to my bedroom, fell asleep, and that was it. How do you Obviously, sleep after that? Obviously, wake up the next that? morning, head's a little bit clearer. <laughs> and uh, I tried to talk to him about it, about what we said. He would not talk to me about it. He refused. He never slept a wink that night. He just couldn't stop oh, thinking okay. about what he'd seen. So he went home. Not a problem. You know, it wasn't like I was keeping him there or anything. And then um, about maybe two or three weeks later when we met up and I tried to speak to him about it and he wouldn't he just still wouldn't I was like okay no problem and then as more time had gone by I tried to bring it up a few more times you know because I'm a dick clearly doesn't want to talk about it but I do so <laughs> well there was only one other person there exactly so. <laughs> exactly but every time I tried to bring it up with him he would get noticeably upset to the point where one day when I brought it up he actually argued with me he was angry with me for bringing it up he didn't want to talk about it he never wanted to think about it again and he just so i never brought it up to him again and then you know what it's like you go through life and friends lose contact and that sort of thing and that's unfortunately what happened with me and him but yeah so that's the thing that we saw that night we can't tell i i can't tell you if it was a ghost or something or if it was a a spirit or a demon or a monster or some sort of cryptid or you know just a really really tall drunken homeless man called Del who knows um, but I've never had an answer for it ever um, it's the scariest thing I've ever witnessed like by far uh, it's one of the only things that I've ever witnessed that I can't give an explanation to like no feasible explanation anytime I think I have something that makes sense it's it's just wishful thinking, if you will. Then five minutes later, I can figure out why it doesn't make sense, and then I'm back to the drawing board on it. So that is the creature that I saw, or ghost, or whatever. <laughs> so he never fell asleep the whole night. Did you sleep? Oh yeah, but I I sleep like a baby. Like nothing <laughs> worries me too long. 
Oh my god, how is that even remotely possible? I'd never sleep again. <laughs> I mean, you gotta think. Like, in distance covered, if That's we were getting true. from point That's A to point true. B, we did three miles. But when you talk about all the distance, including the running and everything, we, we, we ran closer to 100. I was tired. You know, I was just, I was tired. I wanted to sleep. Yeah, and maybe you were coming back down from, like, the adrenaline of being scared, too, because, like, you probably felt pretty wiped out after that wore off. Yeah, I think I was more drained from confusion. Like, it's, like, adrenaline was definitely a thing. That's the only reason that I could have ran back to the brink. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that. that. (laughs) Yeah, without without the adrenaline, uh, whatever that thing is, it would have eaten me. And I know that, and I fully accept that. But, um... It was it was the when we got back to the village itself when we got to the borderline of it and the confusion set in and I couldn't I couldn't process what I saw that entire walk back to my house from there and then getting into bed and everything else and trying to process it in my head just drains you and I think that's why I slept so well that night but I still didn't get any closer to an answer and I did bring it up a few times to more people who lived in the area and the more I told it, the more I was coming off as like a madman. <laughs> I'd seen something. So I just stopped talking about it. And then, um, but yeah, as the years have went on, I've been more and more and more and more curious. And people always do ask me, have you ever been back? And I'm like, well, yeah, it's the, it's the wooded walkway. You, you know, that's how I would walk to Windsor. So I, 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 I'm pretty sure I was back that same week walking through it, granted during the day. But there was times where the adventurer in me, if you would, got the better (laughs) of me. Um, And I went back at night. I went back to the same spot that I originally saw it in, looked at it from different angles. There was definitely something there because of where I'm standing now, I can see perfectly. So it wasn't a tree. They didn't just randomly cut down arguably the biggest tree in the woods (laughs) at some point. I I stood at all different places. I, I sat there. I even at one point, not proud of this because this is the bit that makes you come off as crazy I did just sort of like go there in the middle of the night when it was pitch black standing there and basically asking whatever's there to show itself like maybe I was shouting it a little bit louder than the average British person but <laughs> you know I have a I have a naturally loud voice and um, nothing ever presented itself to me um, I will state for the record though I have been back on nights where the weather's been great like ideal no wind, no nothing, which is, you know, one night out of the year for Britain. And um, even though there was no wind, when I was in that section of, of the woods, I could hear everything around me. I could hear the water rushing from the river. I could hear the motorway, like I said before. I could hear everything. But that night, other than what was crunching under our feet, you couldn't hear anything. So something weird was going on. It's almost like we stepped into something that we shouldn't have and then something chased us and then chased us to the entrance of whatever we'd stepped into I have no idea what caused it but any time I've been back since like sounds been down like you could hear things haven't seen anything again no explanation for it did you accidentally step into the upside down? I knew you were gonna say the upside down because that's also what I was thinking Emily (laughs) it does kind of sound like the upside down from fucking Stranger Things (laughs) Yeah, but I'm cooler than those kids, so that's fine. I had alcohol. <laughs> you had alcohol. <laughs> oh my! Alcohol God. and many cigarettes. Yeah, come at, come at me, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to put that warning on you that says smoking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like gratuitous smoking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Prior warning: the character known as Jay is not actually pixelated. It's just there's always smoke floating above his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, that is my story of the thing that chased us for and through an entire wooded walkway. That's crazy. And uh, yeah, so what do you think that it could be? Do you have any thoughts, Ash? Um, you know a lot more about this stuff than I do. I have no idea, but I will tell you that I 100%, like, as soon as you said that there was no sound, like, even coming from the highway, I was like, oh, this is going to be so fucking bad, (laughs) and it was. (laughs) Yeah, so, I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's, It's weird to explain. It's, I've never had any person tell me that they've seen something similar 
and it confuses me every time. I can only hear one of you, by the way. I thought you might not be able to hear me. Yeah, I kind of thought that too, because her internet cut out like a couple of times. So yeah, but I like you. You're responding to her, and I can't hear. Well, no loss for him, I suppose. Oh my gosh! <laughs> stop it, Emily. What? What? I can't hear her. She's saying things. <laughs> she said it's no loss for him. <laughs> That's so harsh. That's so harsh. Now, now, everyone knows that you're like the pretty smart one. I'm just the dumb one. I'm just kidding. I'm the smart one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. You're also very smart and you're good at science and I love you. And I'm I'm bad at science. (laughs) You You are very smart and good at science. Nick, that's the same way I feel about you, buddy. You're very smart and good at numbers. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just don't want everyone to think I'm like a total bitch because they don't know how our how our interactions are. No, I love you. It's absolutely fine. People think that I'm a complete wanker and that's because I act like that. <laughs> I'm lovely behind the scenes. Um, <laughs> no, actually, I secret story, and I'm not going to tell you what we talk about, but sometimes Jay and I have very nice conversations on Instagram, too. You guys just don't see it, because that's private. <laughs> we did that once, I think. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, no we've I'm done kidding. that a couple of times. Don't lie to people. In all fairness, in all fairness, for all the bitchy things I say and the stupid things I say, every now and then, and you, you'll say this yourself, if I find a meme that I think you'll find funny or I think will make you laugh, I do send you the meme. Yeah. I'll give no explanation as to why, but I'll send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to out you, but Jay is secretly kind of a softie. So. That's a complete and utter bald-faced lie. <laughs> Lies, I say. Lies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Well, thank you so much for that story. I'm going to be thinking about that for a while and <laughs> trying to yeah. figure out what the hell that thing was. Yeah, we're going on 14 years for me. So, um, yeah, see if you can figure it out in the next 10 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't uh, have that high of an opinion of my ability to solve, <laughs> to solve mysteries, but I wish that I could help. <laughs> well, hopefully one day, someday we'll have seen something similar. Uh, but again, mystery goes on. I've told it. I've told it on our own show. I've written it out for other paranormal experts, and these experts have really let me down. Surprise, surprise. So God knows, maybe I'll never get an answer, and it will annoy me until the end of my days. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I always want to know things that I shouldn't want to know. <laughs> I should just let it go, <laughs> but I can't do it. All right, everyone. Before we close up our pizzeria today, I want to share with you a review that one of our lovely patrons left for us. This one is from a user called Disappointed0990, and the review is titled Grab a Slice. They wrote, Great stories told by friends, the banter is hilarious, the subjects are entertaining, and it's an overall great listen. Thank you so much. We're glad that you weren't disappointed with us. <laughs> that was like a question joke. mark question mark well i mean it didn't sound like you were it sounded like you liked us all right and we also want to give a very special thank you to jay for joining us and being our guest chef thank you so much jay uh thank you for having me on there's genuinely no thanks necessary the second you sent me the invite of course i was going to say yes to it <laughs> um so i can only thank you very much for letting me come on tell this absolutely ridiculous story and um apparently spend 15 minutes beforehand shitting on you guys which wasn't the, which wasn't the intention i was trying to be nice <laughs> oh no we love you it's fine you don't have to we are we say things to each other you don't even know behind the scenes and then we're like i joke because i love you so much <laughs> but it's okay um why don't you tell all of our guests where they can find you and your show the salty speculation if they're interested in hearing more which they definitely should be you could find us on pretty much every podcasting platform you know from your spotify's to your apples and your anchors and we're we are kind of on youtube but we're not really because it takes too much time i think we've got like three audio clips on there though go give them a listen that's always nice that'd make nick happy um in terms of social media though uh, we are on twitter 
We don't know how to use it. Please don't expect a lot. But on Instagram, <laughs> oh, the Salty Spartan shines. So pop over to our Instagram, which is at the Salty Speculation, and give us a wee hello. That would always be grand. Yeah, you should definitely do that. And then you can look at the comments on all of our posts. Basically, if, if you want to find me anywhere, go on to any of their Instagram posts and I'll be the fucked up comment on one of them. You'll find us easily. <laughs> Accurate. Oh my God. So true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I think it's about time to close up the restaurant for the night. Thank you for visiting our beautiful pizzeria and enjoying a slice of haunted haggis. I'll just stick with Jay's words. Get it in. Do I get to keep? Do, do I get to keep the tips, or are we sharing? Because you get to keep to them because you were the you were the special guest for the evening. So excellent. All excellent. the credit I, is yours. I like money. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> Pineapple Pizza Podcast, sweet and cheesy. Not everyone understands our awesomeness, but we're glad that you do. Question mark. If you're enjoying the show and you'd like to help support us, check out our Tea Public shop for some amazingly fun and funny merch. Or if you want to do a one-time donation, you can do that on buymeacoffee.com and buy us a fresh slice, because we can never get enough of basically anything, if we're being honest. If you absolutely love the show and you want to check out some fantastic bonus content, you can become a donor on Patreon and earn all kinds of amazing benefits. We have three tiers to accommodate almost any budget. The $3 Mythbuster, $7 Cryptid Hunter, and $15 Storyteller. Become a patron today and start enjoying all the perks and extra content right away. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PineAppPizzaPod. That's PineAppAppPizzaPod. You can also send us questions, comments, and topic ideas at PineAppAppPizzaPod at gmail.com. Remember, there's the two P's in app. Otherwise, you're emailing someone else, and I don't want to be held responsible for that. Thanks for stopping in for some deliciously weird morsels, and just remember, no matter how you slice it, you're awesome, and we love you.